Today's episode is presented to you by Best You Mental Health Clinic. Best You is a practice that provides a compassionate space, uniquely treating each client based upon their individual needs to reach their goals. At Best You, we believe mental health is not a trend, it is a lifestyle. Best You Mental Health Clinic is currently accepting patients 16 and up, accepts all major insurances plus self-pay. If you would like more information, visit bestumhc.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the College Underdogs Podcast. I'm your host, Trey Smith. This is your one-stop shop for everything group of five, mid-major, football, basketball. And today, I'm telling you, I have a very exciting episode for you. Uh, We're going to look at some legitimate power rankings. All biases aside, I crunched some numbers, I created a formula, and I have ranked power ranked the five G5 conferences in order. And I'm going to explain to you what I used. We're going to look at a profile for each conference as it pertains to their performance throughout the course of this season. We're going to plug it into the formula and we're going to see what it spits out. And it has them ranked one through five. But before we get into it, if you're watching on YouTube, you know what to do. Like, subscribe, comment at the end, share it with a friend. And uh, if you're listening on one of the streaming platforms, leave a five-star rating, leave a positive review, um, especially on this episode. I I really think if you hang around and and watch this whole thing, it gives us a very good picture of where we're at as it pertains to the strength of each of the G5 conferences in comparison to each other. There's been a lot of conversation on this channel as I've been talking about the New Year's Six race. Now, as it pertains to the polls, I believe it's still a two-horse race between the Mountain West Conference and the American Conference. Now, the Mountain West has a few more has a few teams that could get in. The American Conference, I believe their only hope is Tulane, maybe SMU with an outside chance if they get a little bit of help. But I really think it's going to come down to those two. However, this power ranking study, this this formula might surprise you a little bit. Some of you it might, some of you it may not. It may be exactly what you expected. But uh, as we've, as uh, um, up to this point, the American Athletic Conference has had the premier G5 conference. Um, I guess that's my opinion, but I feel like I can support that opinion with the fact that the American Conference has gotten that New Year's Six bid. They've had multiple teams in the top 25 in recent years past, and they've really been. Like I said, the Premier League, the league that Power 5 conferences look to to poach teams here recently. Um, And so I think in the last decade, it's fair to say that. Now, with the departures of Cincinnati, UCF, and Houston, it's, it's changed the landscape a little bit as it pertains to the group of five. Now, I think once the new schools that are in, the UTSAs, the North Texases, the FAUs, the UABs, I think once they have some time to let the new resources take root, the level of exposure they're getting start to get out there. I mean, look at teams like UAB and UNT. I mean, they've been on more linear coverage this season than they have been probably in the last three or four years combined. Once all that starts to take root, I think those are going to programs that will evolve into solid replacements for the teams that left. And I do think with the media deal the American Conference currently has, being that it's better than the rest, 
They've got a really good chance to get back to being that premier conference. However, I want to look at where we're at this year. Been a lot of discussion, as I've said. You got a team like Liberty who just escaped Tuesday night against Middle Tennessee State. They're 7-0. and Some of you are saying, man, they should be more in the conversation for the New Year's Six. Why aren't they? Well, it's the strength of schedule. It's the conference they play in, the Conference USA. Some of you are like, well, is the Conference USA really that much worse than the American Conference this year? Those are some of the things that have come up that have made me want to do this study. Uh, before I dive into the actual numbers, I do want to make sure to, 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 to spotlight that tonight, Thursday night football, uh, we've got Rice at Tulsa, okay? Um, Tulsa on Thursday nights has been a very tough out. They've played their best football on Thursday nights this year. And so like I said yesterday or the, the day before, whenever it was, I, ain't, I learned my lesson. I ain't betting against Tulsa on a Thursday night. So I, I expect them to play really well tonight and get the win. And anyway, so... Let's get into this. So here's what I evaluated for each conference. And I'm going to go through each conference in alphabetical order. And then I'm going to show you once, the, once, the, once it was all put into the formula, once all this data was put into the matrix, I'm going to let you know what the matrix spit out as it pertains to ranking these top five G, or, or ranking the G5 conferences in order one to five. Before I... Go into it. Right now, if you're watching, put in the comments, not in the chat, but in the comments, who you think the top five G5 conference, like like how would you rank the G5 conferences one to five? Go ahead and put it in the chat. And if you're listening, go ahead and respond to it on Spotify or Apple, uh, iTunes, whatever, Apple Podcast. So what I looked at was power five wins, top 25 teams, so how many, to- how many teams have cracked the top 25, which in G5 football overall this year, the top 25 rankings is down big time. Usually by this point in the season, there's multiple G5 teams in the top 25. This year, there's only two. And really up to this point, there's only been three total with one of those teams being in there twice. But anyways, I looked at Power 5 wins, how many top 25 teams, how many teams in the conference have a winning record. And then I looked at each G5 conference's record against the other four. So like if it's the Conference USA, what's their record against the American, the MAC, the Mountain West, um, and the Sun Belt? And I did that for every conference, right? So we're going to look real quick here at each group of five conferences profile is what I'm going to call it, their data as it pertains to power five wins, top 25 teams, teams currently with a winning record, and then what is the record against the rest of the field of group of five leagues? Part of why I'm doing it this way is because this study isn't isn't seeing who's got the best floor or the best ceiling. This is which G5 conference top to bottom based on on on-field performance is the best through the first seven weeks of 2023. And I feel like the way I calculated this is a very unbiased, fair assessment. So let's get to it. Coming in, not coming in at number one, but the first one we're going to look at, as I said, we're going to go in alphabetical order, is the AAC, the American Conference. The main conference we cover on this show, if you've been listening for a while. So the AAC has had one Power 5 win. 
They've had one team in the top 25, and that's Tulane. Now, Tulane has been in the top 25 twice, but I'm only counting them once because it's one team from this league that has made the top 25 this season. They've had, uh, they have three teams currently with a winning record. Um, kind of where we're at in the season, a lot of these teams are 500 in the American Conference particularly. So you got to be above 500, though, to have a winning record. We all know that. So there's only three right now. Now, let's look at their record against the field. So, against Conference USA, they are 2 and 2. Against the MAC, they are 2 and 1. Against the Mountain West, they are 1 and 0. Oh. That's that that matchup between Memphis and Boise, which I thought that matchup would have way more impact on the New Year's 6 bid, but it's looking like it's not going to have any impact on any impact on the New Year's 6 bid. And then the American Conference is 4 and 5. Five against the Sun Belt. So you can see it here on the screen. Four and five against the Sun Belt, one and zero oh against the Mountain West, two and one against the MAC, and two and two against the Conference USA. So that's the American Conference. One Power Five victory. And that was actually the uh, Rice over Houston. And again, I know some of these Power 5 victories, it depends on what Power 5 team that's being played. I get it, but this is the data I'm using. Okay, moving on to the Conference USA. Conference USA, they have zero Power 5 wins. They've had zero teams in the top 25, which that could change as the season plays out. And Maybe I'll do another version of this in about four weeks as we get later into the season when a team like Liberty could crack the top 25. Uh, They have four teams with a winning record. They are two and two against the American Athletic Conference. They are three and oh against the MAC. They are one and four against the Mountain West and they are oh and two against the Sun Belt. And that is the Conference USA. So as you're seeing the data, and I'm going to explain what we're going to do with the data after we go through all the conferences. All right, moving on. We've got the, who's next? The MAC, the Mid-American Conference. So let's look at the MAC, all right? They actually have four Power 5 wins. I did not know that. I haven't watched and been as tuned in to MAC football this year, but they have four power five wins. They've had zero teams in the top 25 and they have five teams who currently have a winning record. Their record against the field. They are one and two against the American conference. They are oh and three against the conference USA. They are one and two against the mountain West and they are one and two against the Sun Belt. So that is the MAC conference. Moving on to the Mountain West Conference, who right now you can make an argument is the favorite. Well, technically they are the favorite to get the New Year's Six bid with Air Force being in the top 25 in full control of their own destiny. And really, if Air Force wins out all the way to the Mountain West Championship game, that puts a team like UNLV or Fresno in control of their own destiny because it makes that Mountain West Conference Championship game that much more important and significant. So Mountain West Conference, they've also had four Power Five victories. 
They've had two teams in the top 25. They currently have Air Force, and then earlier this season, they had Fresno State. They have four teams who currently have a winning record, and then their record against the field is their 0-1 against the American, 3-1 against the Conference USA, 2-1 against the MAC, and one and two against the Sun Belt. Sorry, I'm looking at my data, making sure I have that right. So did you catch all that? So one and two against the Sun Belt, two and one against the MAC, three and one against Conference USA, and 0 and one against the American Athletic Conference. Obviously, if you're watching on YouTube, I know you're seeing it on the screen, but I'm repeating it for the people that may just be listening, whether you're in the car right now, you're at the gym, you're on the treadmill, whatever it is, thank you for listening. And then finally, we have the Sun Belt Conference. So the Sunbelt Conference also has four Power 5 wins. So as you've seen or as you've heard, the most Power 5 wins any G5 conference has had is four. And three G5s have had four Power 5 victories, being the Sunbelt, the Mountain West, and the MAC. Sunbelt has had zero teams in the top 25. Again, this could change as soon as next week with JMU. JMU has the, the most votes of all teams that are that, that are receiving votes but didn't make it into the top 25 not just out of g5 i'm pretty sure they're next in line out of all teams with like 65 or 70 votes so they could be in next week if they keep winning but they have zero as of right now they have eight teams in the sunbelt conference who currently possess a winning record they are 5-4 and four against the American Conference. They are 2-0 and oh against the Conference USA. They are 2-1 and one against the MAC and 2-1 and one against the Mountain West. So if you look at the Sunbelt Conference here, they've got a winning record against every other G5 conference. They've got just as many Power five wins as any other G5 conference. They have eight teams. That's near double the next highest uh, conference with the amount of teams with winning records, which was the MAC with five. But they have eight teams with winning records. And they have four power five wins, as I said. But they, and, and the only thing they're lacking is they haven't had any representation in the top 25. But as I've said, that could be changing very, very soon. So let's see how this data translate, it translates to rankings. So let me tell you what I did with this. I took all these numbers and essentially what I did was I did a point system. So if you have a power five win, that's a point. If you've had a team in the top 25, that's a point. If you have a team with a winning record, that's a point. And then every win you've gotten against another G5 conference, that's a point. So you get a point for any of those categories. You get a point for every G5 win you've had outside of your own conference. You get a point for every Power 5 win you've had. You get a point for every team that you currently have with a winning record. And you get a point for every team that's been in the top 25. Then you lose a point for every G5 loss you've had outside of your own league. Is everybody following me right now? So, with all that being said, we threw all this into the matrix, and here's what it spit out. So looky there. If you're just listening and you're like, tell me what it is, tell me what it is. 
Coming in at number one is the Sunbelt Conference with 17 total points. Coming in at number two is the Mountain West Conference, coming in with 11 points. Coming in at number three is the American Athletic Conference, getting six points. And then we had the MAC getting three points and the Conference USA getting two points. Listen, I'm not saying that this formula is the best possible formula that could have been used, but I felt like it was unbiased. I felt like it, ta- it, t- it takes into consideration all the important factors. I feel like it rewards teams where they need to be rewarded and it, and it penalizes teams for the losses that need to be penalized. And quite frankly, I don't know that I disagree with this ranking of the G5 leagues through this point in the season. I think if I were to just sit down and write it out without doing any kind of research, just watching games and looking at teams' records, I'd probably put it in this order. Sunbelt 1, Mountain West 2. I might have probably put the Mountain West 1 just because thinking about the top of their league. But then the AAC, Max, Conference USA, because again, this, this, is, this shows you, right, why is Liberty being penalized for strength of schedule? Well, they have no Power 5 matchups, and their conference is the weakest of the G5 leagues this year, per this formula. And that's not me putting my opinion into it. I mean, if you want to accuse me of being biased at all, the only thing you can say I'm being biased towards is how I captured the data. And if you disagree with this formula, I would love to hear in the comments something different. And I'm happy to to redo this study, but I feel like this is a very fair and equitable, you know, study of ranking these teams where they need to be ranked. So I'm curious. Let me know your thoughts below. Do you agree with the formula? Do you agree with these rankings? Am I missing something here? Now, the crazy thing is, is I still believe that even though the American Athletic Conference, as it pertains to a top to bottom power ranking, is number three out of five, I still think they have the best team. And that's Tulane. However, Tulane should win the next several games. But I'm telling you right now, as I said yesterday, they close the season with FAU and UTSA. Those will not be walks in the park, especially if... One of those two teams is on the middle of making a run themselves, trying to get to the American Athletic Conference Championship. So I still think it's a two-horse race between the American and the Mountain West. Um, You know, if JMU can get this waiver, which I know a lot of you, you've, you've made some very great points in the comments as to why that won't happen. And then some of you have made some cases for why it might happen. But if they were to get that waiver, I think we'd have to start talking about them being that not only are they undefeated and then likely, if not after this week, the week after, if they continue to win, they should be in the top 25. We'd have to start talking about them as an undefeated team representing arguably the toughest top to bottom group of five league. Now, I'll continue to track this as the season plays out. Listen, I'll go off your feedback. If you enjoyed this and would like to see this on a week-to-week basis, I'll do this every week. But if you want it every two to three, maybe four weeks, like let's let a few more weeks pass. I mean, a lot of it's not going to change, right? Because we're out of 
We're out of non-conference play. There's a couple more Power 5 matchups that some of these conferences do have. But for the most part, this isn't going to change. The only part that's going to change the most is either top 25 teams or um, um, teams with a winning record in the conference. That's it. So let me know your thoughts in the comments. I enjoyed doing this study. I like looking at this. And um, man, that's going to do it for today. Thank you for listening to another episode of the College Underdogs podcast presented by College Game Time. And that's it for me, Trey Smith. I'm out.